1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Just a uh, quick public service reminder, we are, uh, we are your warm frontal station. Uh, I bring the warm fronts. Uh other meteorologists bring the cold fronts and the, the unpleasant weather. And I'm I'm not doing so well. If I'm in charge of warm fronts, I am uh Yeah. We'll make up for it. You wait. Just wait. And I think the uh as I mentioned, I think the twins will get the game in this evening. Trust me, I'm a weatherman. How about tomorrow at three oh five? It's gonna be I I think they're gonna get the game started. Okay. Whether they can finish the game remains to be seen. Again, right now the models keep the heaviest showers and storms just east of the Twin Cities Metro late afternoon and tomorrow evening. It's going to be real close, and I don't pretend to know uh, whether or not the Metro will escape the storms. It's going to be close.
3: How about if, I, and I'm, I'm guessing I'm not alone, but I'm trying to fire up the chainsaw tomorrow and get a few hours of uh, work done in the yard. What's the best time tomorrow Morning. to do that? Morning, between 9 a.m.
2: and about 2 p.m. Okay. And I'm trying to arrange some time to get together with our grandson and, and my kids. Well, I thought and... you were going to bring your chainsaw over and help. No, no, oh. they, they oh, sure. okay. uh, no, no, we're going to take Jordan to the park and. I might, you know, I might want a swing ride, too. I, I like it when people, strangers, push me on the swings.
3: <laughs> Is that weird? Your grandkid on a like a big kid swing now or still yeah. in the little kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. He's,
2: he's on a big kid. Oh, yeah. look at that. He's going to daycare. Yeah. He's two, and he's in daycare, and he's painting and wow. doing all kinds of cool stuff. Okay,
3: Is he a better artist than you yet? Oh, God, already. <laughs> better
2: communicator, better human being better everything. He's uh you know, my son is version 2.0, much improved mm-hmm. and Jordan is is 3.0. Yeah. Well, that's how that works. That's what you hope for. Mm-hmm. You, you you'll see that with your daughters. Right? I already do. Yeah. Your amazing daughters. So, couple of things caught my eye here wanted to share um if, if you're shopping for a new home, shopping for a mortgage, you know this Mortgage rates over 5% for the first time since 2011. The monthly cost of buying a typical home has surged by more than a third in just the last year by one estimate. And yet, demand is still robust. People want to move. So, um, it's amazing to me. Elon Musk claims that he found financing to buy Twitter. That he's lined up 46.5 billion dollars. Half from his own cash, half from banks. He's probably worth $150, $200 billion, but a lot of that is tied up in Tesla stock and SpaceX stock. He's going to put up a third of his stake in Tesla to buy Twitter, and we'll see. Tens of millions of Americans are uh, suffering the debilitating effects of long COVID. 22 million Americans... Estimates about almost 7% of the population already dealing with the effects of the virus months after their initial infection. The outlook is questionable for long haulers. And how does insurance deal with that? You know, how many sick days can you take, right, if, if you have long COVID? So a lot of things still need to get resolved. And Ukraine... Over 5 million people have now fled Ukraine, according to the latest U.N. estimate. It's amazing to me how technology is entering into this war, how so much of the intelligence is coming from social media, from TikTok, from citizen journalism, from people taking videos and photos and sharing them on Twitter and social media. And also these satellites, this company called Maxar has been highlighted lately, Um They're able to go in and verify how many Russian vehicles have been sidelined, destroyed, disabled. 3,000 vehicles, tanks, uh, missile haulers, uh, troop carriers. 3,000 apparently have been lost by the Russian Federation. Uh, Just a staggering loss but Russia is regrouping, and now um, they're attacking eastern part of Ukraine and also Mariupol, where those same satellite images are showing evidence of mass graves being dug. So it's harder to get away with stuff, I think, this war than previous wars, and technology is largely to thank. Speaking of tech, the Air Force has developed a new drone, perfected, for Ukraine's war with Russia. It's called the Phoenix Ghost. No idea why it's called the Phoenix Ghost. But it's a low-cost, single-use, suicide drone that behaves like a loitering munition. I've never seen that in a sentence. Loitering munition. It just hovers overhead until it finds a target, and then it rams into the target, kind of like a kamikaze drone. Tennis players from Russia and Belarus will not be playing at Wimbledon this year. And China doubled down on its friendship with Russia. The two nations will increase strategic coordination, China's vice foreign minister said, despite the ongoing war in Ukraine. I was kind of hoping that China might side with the forces of freedom and democracy, but uh, what was I drinking? All right, when we come back, Todd Walker. And Jordana with suggestions on what to do this weekend. That's next.
4: Welcome back, everyone. I am excited about the weekend, and I hope you are too. That means I'm home from Mayo Clinic looking forward to relaxing in the Twin Cities. Our own Todd Walker is on location, and I noticed, Todd, how these – um. now these videos that we're doing because you can watch on the CCO Facebook and the CCO Twitter, you're no longer in the bathroom. You're actually <laughs> out somewhere gone. Huh?
5: You know, that this is true and as we've said before being known as the guy that broadcasts from a bathroom, I kind of, I'm not, I'm okay with that being, <laughs> a, maybe that being out of my title and shaking it up a little bit of Todd about town and other places but yes, last week we were in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean amazing, and, and, and it was beautiful on Viking and you have much more to talk about in the future about uh, of that but today i want to give us another location a homegrown company here in minnesota uh, that that we all of course are familiar with is green mill mm. they're releasing a new menu so i want to show those of you that are on facebook live i want to show you some of the great new items check out those chicken wings Looks amazing. jordana i know i know they look fantastic and this one jordana i got because i know you can eat this one Uh, This is bruschetta, meaning that being, yes, look at that bruschetta. Isn't it just absolutely beautiful?
4: It is. I love their
5: pizza. I mean, is that still their mainstay? Oh, absolutely. But I wanted to show a couple happy hour appetizer numbers that people can go, certainly go and try. And I'm having one of another hometown great summit beer as well as I'm uh, shooting this segment. So So which
4: Greenville location are you in? I'm in
5: their their very first store and that's in St. Paul and it's uh, right off of Grand Avenue. So it's uh, their flagship store. So I'm here celebrating and endorsing all these local great companies we have here in the Twin Cities. But can we start with, just a wrap up on fish fry. Yes.
4: Because okay. are we done with fish fries now? Yes. Well,
5: once Easter happens, bam, fish fries are over with. Uh, the, the fish fry season runs throughout Lent. And we had so many great viewers that have included all their places that they thought we should go to. Uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine ran a contest. They watched our segments, showed the fish fries. And uh, the winner of the best fish fry uh, this season was the Dark Horse, which is downtown St. Paul. They won uh, the Fish Fries competition. They were awarded a big, huge, big wrestling belt with Fish Fry face-off uh, from Minneapolis-St. Paul magazine. So they were great. And next year we will continue. And uh, I can't thank our listeners enough for all of the amazing... Uh, re- uh, recommendations for fish fries around the Twin Cities. It was pretty overwhelming. So we have to think of what's next, Jordana.
4: Yes, that's right. Well, of course, this is Earth Week or Earth Day Week, you know, whatever yep. it is. So um, let's start with the Earth Day cleanup. I love yes. that you included this.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So all around the Twin Cities on Saturdays in multiple different locations, there is Earth Day celebrations. So I included one that uh, you can certainly, if you, are, you just kind of want a recommendation from us here at CCO, Boom Island on Saturday at 930 is show up. They're even going to have kind of little kits that they will give to the first come, first served uh, only until their last. It's a limited supply of ways that you can pick up, you know, gloves and different things to pick up trash. But this is I'm including a link, which I know you'll be including there, Jordana, yes. to all around Minneapolis parks organization with Earth Day events, places to go and and, uh, you know, get your family together and go clean up the. Clean up the the park system in Saint Paul, Minneapolis.
4: I love that, and let's stick with this theme because you have something called Party for the Planet.
5: Yeah, Party for the Planet. Now, this I thought you know a lot of times people are wondering or will send me you know I want more ideas for for the kids i want uh you know what can we do with our children and so this is celebrating earth day once again and planet earth and this is happens at the como park zoo and conservatory it was canceled the last two years but they're bringing it back and it's free to attend of course como zoo but they do ask for donations so they're having just a, a programming of just so many events all weekend long on saturday and sunday it should be really a fun event. So go out there, check it out, bring your family, and introduce your kids to all the important some things that happen on Earth Day.
4: I love it. I love it. And I know it's spring if the art crawls start happening. So yeah. This
5: St. Paul, right. This one's downtown St. Paul, and it's an art call. And I've given uh, our listeners also a link to what what areas are open. And you go, you basically go into their studios, and you go and you check out uh, the arts that these people are creating. They usually have little treats, little things that you can, you know, sample at some of the houses. Buy some of the arts, support local artists. And with you know Mother's Day and Father's Day around the corner, I thought I wanted to add this in uh, graduations and you know support local artists. Uh, in our community, so yes, that's happening this this weekend as well.
4: And of course, one near uh, and dear to my heart, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Yes, is supporting the big climb. Thank uh, you
5: for including us. Uh, that this was very on purpose, my friend. I have done this climb so many times, and I cannot encourage people enough to go and support the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It is so inspirational. You go down to Capella Tower; they ask you to raise a certain amount of money. Uh, There's a number of different organizations that you can join. The firefighters come in and uh, run the entire thing in their equipment. Um, My mother had uh, lymphoma, so it has always been very uh, important to me to attend. And you can climb halfway up or you can climb all the way up. And as you do the climb, they have inspirational messages all the way up. It's a great athletic activity and it's a great inspirational activity and raising money for a great cause, supporting people with uh, obviously blood cancers and blood diseases. So do this for our good friend Jordana. Go and, and go out and register and all the registration information I've shared as well. This was intentional, my love. And I appreciate
4: that. And and someday I'm going to be well enough to do the climb, but I'm going to do a shameless plug now, Todd, Uh, for those that maybe aren't participating in the big climb, I urge you to go do that. But I am also raising money for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and I have my own personal fundraising page. All the money goes to research and LLS. If you go to jordanagreen.com, there's a green button in the corner. It says donate to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I have about two more weeks in my fundraising campaign. So... Do the big climb, head to my LLS page at jordanagreen.com. I am appreciative of all the the research money and all the donations, and I'm shameless about it now because we have to end blood cancer.
5: Absolutely. And this do both. Go do the climb. Get a great great workout in and uh, support Jordana and uh, her fundraising efforts as well. I cannot... Having a mother that passed away and uh, from lymphoma, yes, it's very important to me as well. So I will be there in spirit. I won't be doing the climb this year, but I'll certainly be supporting him financially. So uh,
4: Let's quickly, I'm going to post everything on the Paul and Jordana yep. Facebook page, but let's quickly talk about this. What is this about in Italy? that you have oh Oh, yeah yeah this
5: is you know uh the this is another free event that i wanted to include for for kids and families and it's down at the landmark center and they they have just dance food uh, crafts and everything around different cultures and different countries this week it's italy and you can go down there completely free to attend and it's at the landmark center so once again you're looking for something to do with your kids This is a great, great activity. And last but not least, if you are downtown St. Paul, you have to go and support our Minnesota Wild team. Tomorrow night, Saturday, they'll be playing right down there at XL. They're having a great season. So there's activities going around all around the Twin Cities.
4: You know, when I was at the Mayo today, one of my nurses said she's driving up to the Twin Cities uh, to see the game, to see the wild game, and then driving back down to Rochester in the same day. So uh, everybody's obviously huge hockey fan. So Absolutely.
5: Lucky. But, you know, and they're they're playing the Minnesota Wild plays Seattle, and mm-hmm. it's the Seattle Kraken. I, I, I'm Kraken? sure one of our – Kraken. Kraken, I guess. <laughs> I guess one of our – I'm sure we'll hear it from our listeners, but I'm, I'm not familiar with that um, – you know, I understand that, you know, that last night they played Vancouver Canucks, and now they're playing the Seattle Kraken. Are you familiar with that the Kraken, I
4: think it's like a mythological beast, but I'm going to Google it as soon as okay. we get off, All right. get or, off the air. Or one of our
5: listeners, call us up and let us know what a Kraken is. And, uh, yeah. put, me to, put me to shame for not knowing. I'll but Google it's going it. to be a great weekend of activities. You be healthy. You be well. Godspeed. And I got to tell you, you're in my prayers every night, my friend.
4: I know, my friend. Thank you for your support. Todd P. Walker, follow him on all of his social channels, Todd P. Walker. And again, um, if you're just listening to this, you can also view it. And you can see Todd at Green Mill in St. Paul on the um, CCO Facebook and the CCO Twitter. Cheers, Lachayim,
5: my friend. Cheers, Lachayim. Okay, here I am with the Summit Beer now. All right, we'll see you next week, my friend. Enjoy your beer. Have a great weekend, everyone. And we'll be right back on CCO. Ladies and gentlemen, 830-WCCO presents oh, yeah! Paul and Jordana's Terrible Trivia. That's terrible. Terrible trivia.
2: Game show host, right? Bad game show host?
3: All, All right. right. Yeah, you're the bad game show host. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank
2: you. Yeah, go ahead. I'll take that as a promotion. <laughs> All right. In honor of Earth Day, which yep. we've been sort of celebrating since 1970, six questions. I'm going to blast through this. Okay, let's go. How much have the uh, Twin Cities warmed since 1970, since the first Earth Day? Okay. 1.2 degrees, 2.9, or 3.8? Uh,
3: that's going to be A, 1.2 degrees. You are incorrect. What?
2: 3.8 degrees Fahrenheit. Really? Since 1970, that is the average. Average all the highs, average all the lows. Sure. Over the past 52 years, it's warmed almost 4 degrees. Wow. Statewide, it's about 2.7 degrees warmer. And nationwide, Uh, it's about 2.6 degrees warmer. So
3: could some of the Twin Cities data be because of the heat island getting hotter than... No. No. Okay.
2: They actually do the climate observing... Well outside okay. of the of the metro, but you bring up a good point, and that's why they don't do long term climate measurements in downtowns. Sure, because sure. yeah, the asphalt, more buildings, more people yeah, that can change it. The urban heat island would, in fact, bias yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Okay. So no, you okay. go out well into the countryside, into farmland, to get a more
3: okay. accurate reading. Okay, I got the next one. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: Okay. What percentage of Americans routinely breathe unhealthy air? The percentage of Americans, 10% of us, 25% of us, or 40% of
3: us? 40%. I think it's high. And I think around the world, it would be a lot higher. You are correct.
2: According to the American Lung Association, despite decades of environmental efforts, over 40% of Americans, 137 million people, live in cities and states with poor air quality.
0: what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: ...are contributing Mm, to that unhealthy air. And here in the Metro, we get wildfire smoke, we get ozone. Mm -hmm. Somebody described ozone pollution, which you get in the summer, smog, on the hot sunny days. Uh, as mild sunburn for your lungs. Yeesh. And I've never heard it described that way, but that, uh, okay. So, how much electricity did wind power provide in the U.S. last year? Okay. Is it 4.3% of our total electrical supply, 9.2, or
3: 21.8? Um, I'm going to go with the middle number, the 9.2. I don't think it's 21. That's a lie. Yep, you are correct. Over 9%. Oh, okay.
2: March 29th, wind generated more power in the U.S. than coal and nuclear for the first time. Really? In a 24 hour period. Okay. Since March, wind has surpassed coal and nuclear to become the second largest source of electricity in the U.S. And by the way, wind generated electricity went from 2.3% in 2010 to 9.2% last year. Wait, what's
3: the highest then? The highest? Yeah, the high the, the top producer of energy. It's it's natural gas. Oh,
2: sure. Okay. Yeah. okay. And coal yeah. is dwindling, but I, yeah. I still think So natural see, gas is still number one with a bullet. And there's then, nothing natural about now wind natural is gas, natural. but yes. Okay. okay, okay. But wind and solar continuing to move in the yeah. right direction. Yeah. That's great. Which auto manufacturer is going to be phasing out gas-powered vehicles, all gas-powered vehicles. In the United States within the next decade, is it A, Tesla, <laughs> B, Ford, C, Volkswagen?
3: Um, I think the answer is Volkswagen.
2: You are correct. VW will say goodbye <laughs> to the internal combustion engine, Wow! phase out all gas-powered vehicles from its U.S. lineup okay. within the next decade. From then on, it's only selling... Electric vehicles. No word on
3: Tesla yet. If they're gonna,
2: Tesla may be going back to
3: gas. <laughs> that would awesome. be awesome. I would not Our expect new V12 that new V twelve sports car. That's yet. right. <laughs>
2: it goes rum rum rum. <laughs> All right, you're doing okay here, DJ. Yeah, mildly surprised. Well, yeah, you know, pleased. <laughs> yeah. taught you well, butterfly. All right, what percentage of the plastic produced since 1950 is still in existence? <laughs> okay, what percentage of plastic Produced since 1950 is still around. Is it 24 percent, 58
3: percent, or 90 percent? Ooh. See, I have a – like still in existence. I I don't know exactly what that means. Like in in its natural – in its like original form? It's still plasticky.
2: It hasn't decomposed. It's still around. It hasn't gone anywhere. Since 1950,
3: what percentage of plastic? Okay, then I'm going to go with the high, the 90 number, even though most of that is not recognizable anymore. But mm-hmm. it's still around somewhere. You know through.
2: how long it takes for a plastic bottle to decompose entirely?
3: Oh, uh, uh, I don't know, a thousand Four, years.
2: Four hundred fifty years. Four hundred fifty. Okay. Yeah. And well, a lot of it, just
3: give it some time, and that stuff from the 50s. Will well, be yeah, on. yeah, that's just great. <laughs> and meanwhile, we keep making
2: more plastic. Would somebody yeah. please quickly come up with a substitute? Yeah. For plastic, Jeez. instant, multi-trillion-dollar company. Yeah. Yeah. If it can be as durable, as strong as plastic, and, hey, here's an idea, biodegrade, maybe in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. All right, last question. Okay. What percentage of America's lakes are too polluted for fishing, aquatic life, or swimming? What percentage? This is for the whole nation, okay. not just Minnesota, mm-hmm. nationwide. Is it 28%, 46%? Or seventy-two percent of our lakes, too polluted for swimming and fishing.
3: I'm going to go with the middle number, the forty-something percent. Forty-six percent, right? very good. Yeah, I'm going to roll.
2: You got five out of six right. I'm, I'm genuinely impressed. <laughs> These are not easy. Listen to this: about forty percent of our rivers, forty-six percent of America's lakes are still too polluted for fishing and swimming. Wow, one in ten beaches. In the U.S., coastal beaches failed to meet the federal benchmark for safe swimming water. So we've made some progress since 1970. Yeah. We still have a long it way to
3: It doesn't mean that none of those waters are swam in or fished in. It just means that they're not up to the standard. Exactly. Okay. You you go in at your own risk. Yeah.
2: You may wind up with E. coli or God knows what. Yeesh. Um. By the way, Dr. John... Ah, God, his last name escapes me now. Abraham, thank you. <laughs> it feels like
3: Friday. He's in his car
2: on the way here. He? So. <laughs> he forgot my name. <laughs> I got his first name right. <laughs> Dr. John Abraham, who's a dear friend of mine. <laughs> well, at least he was. Uh, he's coming up at 5.30 to talk about the progress we've made since 1970, if we've made any. When we come back, will the Wolves make progress? Mike Max, up next. Oh, I remember. Actually, I don't remember. I think I killed those brain cells. Mike Max's Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group, Caldwell Banker Real Estate. So the Wolves up 79-54 to with 310 left to go in the third quarter. Unbelievable. And then oh, it just went over oh, a
6: cleft. Oh, don't do this again. Don't do this to me. Another
2: flashback. They were outscored can't lose.
6: 50-16. to how, how does that happen? You can't lose in this. I mean, they're at home. You forgot I know. that part. They're I know. at home and they're healthy. Yes. They got all their top players. Crowd so behind. Them.
2: What happened? Was it hamstrings? Did they all get hamstring oh, injuries at the oh, same time? They
6: just missed shots and opportunities, and now they got to go back to the drawing board. They tell me, my inside sources tell me that towards the end of the game, the Grizzlies, and this is part of the gamesmanship of a series, said, "You know what we got here." This is what they were saying to the Timberwolves. We got us some dogs, and you nothing but a bunch of chihuahuas. Oh! <laughs> Ouch, huh? Ouch. We got some game dogs here, <sighs> and you guys are chihuahuas. I mean, if you're not insulted by that.
2: Well, I'm very pro-chihuahua, but... I understand what you're yeah, saying, I, but I, I, not for
6: an yeah. NBA playoff that, game. You don't want that it's not chihuahua a out there. No! Well, the mind games and, and look,
2: I mean... Can the Wolves come back at this
6: point? I don't think so. I just so. You know, Carl Anthony Towns has been a disaster for the last four games, as talented as he is. And, yeah, I mean, he could score 30 tomorrow night, and it wouldn't surprise you. But, um, uh, you know, he. he, um, (laughs) I don't know how to explain that. I I thought he was over the hump of. uh, complaining and body language and those kinds of things, and mm-hmm. I thought he sent a terrible message last night in terms of you know, not that you know things do go against you, and you do get robbed you you, you do have bad calls go against you and and that 's you know part of the game and as we talked about yesterday, Paul, sometimes you will get in a referee's face not because um, you 're a baby about it, but because you want to call later on in the game, and you want him to know right. this time you got me and uh, you know, I'm on you know, record. I'm on record. Yeah. A, but That means I better get the next call. And right. it, it's true gamesmanship, playing within the framework of the rules, but sometimes you just lose it. And, and and that's when you become an ineffective leader. And I thought that's what he did last night. So uh, very disappointing. Back to the drawing board today for them. Uh, they looked at the film. They tried to figure it out. But there's not much to look at here. I mean, you missed a lot of shots. Here, here's an open shot, and you missed it. Here's another open shot, and you missed it. If you make that shot, we win the game. <laughs> Memphis didn't do anything to you. They didn't disrupt the, the, the Wolves to the point where they couldn't run their offense. You, you just miss shots, and, and, and that's on you. You know. But but it's not like you got to— throw the playbook out and say oh it didn't work at all most of the stuff they ran last night did work
2: so what's that line from dumb and dumber you're telling me there's a chance
6: No, there's a chance yeah you know you yeah. win tomorrow night and it's two two yeah um, I, I mean but so much you know we, we talk with the the wild all about this are they gonna get home ice against san luis okay you know we, we get caught up in that okay the timberwolves have played three games right the home team has won one the road team's won two yeah you know what i'm saying paul I just came back from the Twins, too, and they said the same thing. Bucks is not going to be in the lineup, they said. Uh, But um, they're trying to get it right, and uh, Rocco said, uh, you know, he's he's got faith in this team. Taking on the White Sox. Right here on CCL.
2: Thank you, Maxie. Have a great weekend, my friend. We get it. Attention spans just aren't
1: what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.